Yeah, man, welcome to Cobb's Corner, man, a space where I get to spread positivity, I get to talk to dope individuals, and I get to give them a platform to speak their truth. And I got the truth with me today, man. I got my guy, Alex <laughs> Nemo Han. What up, dude? Hey, man. How you feeling? I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy that you came, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> just to give the people a little backstory about you, I'm going to jump into you real quick. Man, mm -hmm. Alex was born and raised in Dade County, good people, all right, to Jamaican parents. Mm -hmm. And growing up, his mother would send him to Jamaica over the summers. And at an early age, young Nemo learned to appreciate everything you have because you never know when it could be gone or destroyed. And this lesson would become a reality in the toughest way. Nemo lost his mother to cancer while he was in the sixth grade. And a family friend, whom already had a full house, took Nemo in. And this is where he would meet his brother of another color, Mr. Billy. And together they would create the brand, Foolies. And Foolies, if y'all don't know, are people who are so driven and motivated to live out their dreams and goals that they are called fools for trying to do so. And a foolie he is, man. <laughs> Starting in the music as a hip hop artist, Nemo has grown the brand into an apparel company and an empowerment movement, okay? Speaking at schools to empower the youth. Getting his shirt featured by Oprah and Essence at the Black Women of Hollywood event. You know what I'm saying? Featured in the Inc. Magazine. Featured in Business Insider. Featured in Gary Vee's latest New York Times bestseller, Crushing It. And then the boy decided, you know what? I'm gonna just <laughs> feature myself. And he recently grabbed that author title and released his own book, Foolies Approved. How to change the world with the fullest dream and zero in your pocket. So whether you want to talk about God, you want to talk about goals and dreams, you want to talk about entrepreneurship, the Marvel Universe, or Funko Pop figures, this is your guy. <laughs> Y'all, please help me welcome my long lost cousin, Alex Hines. <laughs> What's up, my dude? How you feeling, man? Hey, man, I am. I am one hundred right now. <laughs> we don't even really need to go into the episode, man. That was it. That was it, guys. It's over. Thank you. Man, <laughs> See y'all next week. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I had to just throw all that out there, give people an uh, inside of your life, man. I know in a lot of interviews you go through that story over and over, and sometimes yeah. you just don't want to have to go through the story. So I, did I understand. It. I understand. I did it for you. So, <laughs> just to kick off the episode, man, it's, it's yeah. one of your shirts that I that I came across while I was doing my research. Mm. That was the pink fighting for our queen shirt. Okay. okay, I don't know why, but that shirt just hit me differently than than all the other shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to start our segment off today with a segment called "Saluting Our Queens." Okay, so okay. I want to give you the floor and just salute some of the queens in your life, man. Ah, man, thank you. Uh, you already know. Um, yeah. If I'm talking about queens, yeah. uh, I got to talk about the queens who are, you know, the right hand to the business. So okay. uh, Kimberly Gant, uh, okay. that's our COO. And then Chasney Thomas, that's our CMO. That's uh, right. So Chief Operating Officer, Chief Marketing Officer. Yes. And, you know, I have to, you know, kind of first and foremost, shout them out. Yes. Um, two phenomenal women, you know, killing their own, killing the game in their own respects and their, and their, in their industries of uh, design and, and UX and UI and a lot yes, of sir. other just other in other spaces that they kind of settle in, yes, um, they will definitely uh, 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 get me together if I need to be. <laughs> uh, and they're right, and they're both Aries. Uh, for some reason, I have a real interesting 
space where I keep attracting Aries in yeah. my life. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what God uh, is trying to do. But it's, coming, uh, it's working for the best, ain't it? Yeah. So I would okay. have to, you know, hold it down and say, you know, they, they're Aries gang through and yeah. through. And uh, I'm I'm just grateful. So that would be like if I had to shout out some queens. Yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. That, would, that would definitely be it. All right. Well, I, I definitely want to shout out my two queens real quick. Mama Cobb, yeah. Julie, and my wife, both the queens, both hold me down, both keep me Facts. keep me straight at all times. So blessings to y'all. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> all day. All right. So we got to just talk a little bit about it, just what the, the main focus is of America yeah. right now with race relations. Okay. Um, so with what you are seeing, do you believe that this country is capable of change? Like, I'm on the president. Uh, <laughs> well, let me preface, let me preface everything by saying we are not the answer, okay? We right, don't, right, it's right, not our right. job to fix right, this country. Right. We ain't, that's not our place. We just, Facts. just us speaking what we think, so. Um, yeah, so the, I guess obviously like the answer is yes, you know what I'm saying, okay. uh, to some degree. Um, I think you're already seeing just, if we're just kind of centering it to the black community, I think, yeah. you know, you've been seeing a shift. I think we've probably always been in support of one another, uh, but now we're leaning into that support a lot yeah. more, you know? Yeah. So it's like, let's be deliberate. Let's right. buy black, let's feature yeah. black artists. Let's yeah. talk to yeah. black companies. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's find out like, is your company, you know, looking diverse as it's proclaiming to us right because your 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 ads focus on us yeah uh, but do you focus on us kind of deal and so you know i think right now the change we're seeing um is just kind of in the space of accountability man it's us us Mm -hmm. holding you know ourselves because black folk we're gonna hold ourselves accountable all day yeah (laughs) And, and now we're just holding others to that same fire that we've just been you know familiar with holding ourselves to and I saw I saw you talking. I think it was might have been alive, but you were saying that the um, the men have to hold each other accountable as far as as far as lifting up our black women. Yes. Can you speak into that a little bit on um, what you were trying to portray or what what message were you trying to get to your yeah, black male counterpart? You know, I've, over the last maybe, I mean women will be like, we ain't never feel protected, like in general, okay. you know, say yeah. what it hurts to hear that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, over these last couple, you know, weeks with, you know, the uh, loss of, you know, George Floyd, Ahmaud yeah. Arbery, and then Breonna Taylor, yeah. you know, <clears throat> what we're seeing is that there's not enough, there's not enough attention on Breonna Taylor, you know, That's true. That's uh, true. you know, there's a law passed, you know, yeah. in her honor, but in that same vein, you know, the people who did the crime haven't been arrested, haven't gotten any, no you know, major... Behind it really. Right, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so it just it just seems per usual that, you know, the Black woman is forgotten and the Black woman, you know, she's mm-hmm. last on the list and she's last to, to get justice. And then yeah. in her day-to-day life, you know, she can't necessarily trust that us brothers, black men are going to hold her down. And, and I mentioned that, you know, protecting them isn't like, I need to step up and fight everyone physically for you. But when they're not there and I'm with my homeboys, you know, will the conversation go sour, right? Like will the conversation go into calling them B's and H words Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I'm not checking that situation or, 
you know, if mm-hmm. it's a woman maybe in my circle. Yeah. But maybe my boy thinks she's bad. It's like, oh, I want to get it in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if yeah, if yeah. that's the narrative that I'm going to allow maybe him to sit on when it's not like when when maybe it's derogatory cool if he likes her he likes her that's dope right, that's one thing. if it's yeah, starting yeah. to like kind of veer left and it's yeah. like yeah man i'm just trying to do this and move you know what I'm saying it's <laughs> like well as as her homeboy right i should be able to be like hey bro like that's maybe that's not how you should approach her yeah um you know yeah. and, and be okay. able to advocate you know what I'm saying for her um and not and not just advocate for you know women who <clears throat> who look good right or who you think yeah. is attractive or yeah who might be appealing eye candy wise to you. And, and that's a, I think this is just that time for us to kind of like look at our biases. Cause it's there. Like I'm sure there's yeah. a bias of good looks, right. Where we're for looking sure. at the sure. girl who might favor a certain person we like. So I love Kelly Rowland, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So somebody Beautiful. might, Absolutely. might, I might have a bias cause, Oh, this girl looks mm-hmm. like her. So let me, stand up for her in her honor mm-hmm. um but then the woman who might not look like her doesn't get that same energy doesn't get that same attention yeah. i'm not batting for them just as much as i did for that kelly roland-esque you know kind of individual so yeah i mean i think it's i think it's us to, up to us to definitely step in and start protecting you know these women uh because they do it for us you know saying i've seen yeah. videos of you know black women like standing in front of a brother it's mm. like no, like don't shoot him, like please, like he's a yeah. good guy. This is this, like, and that's real. Like, and I've seen that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think now, you know, in general, they just they just want just maybe that just care, that decency to just care, yeah. care about my life, care about what I'm doing, care about my dreams. You know, what I'm saying empower me. So protecting them, you know, also means like empowering them. You know, what I'm saying yeah. getting them in rooms, promoting them. Um, you know, connecting black women to other dope black women, right? That are making changes in their industries uh, so that they can level up and they can get to the next level. So I think all those little things kind of fall into that space of, you know, I feel protected by, you know, this man. And now I know your, it seemed like your, your movement kind of geared towards the black women. Was that Mm -hmm. always the case? Or did that, did something happen specifically that kind of, you know what? I see it now. Um, well, first things first, there's lightning and everything happening right now. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to be known if you're oh, listening y'all. to this right now, as we talk about protecting black women, the, the, the thunder is coming down, right? So Golly. that's how serious this moment is, right? Um, but um, it wasn't necessarily that intentional. Um, but black women kept supporting the brand, black women kept buying the apparel, black women kept, you know, wrapping their arms around me and like, how can we help you in? What do you need? Mm. You know, uh, I bought, you know, three shirts for my mom, seven shirts for my dad, like my dad and friends. Like I had one young lady, um, she bought like, uh, uh, her entire dinner party, you know, t-shirts so that they can wear at her event. You know what I'm saying? So for her to hold me down, um, you know, just phenomenal. So with that, it would behoove me yeah, right. <laughs> to, 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 to go off, you know yeah, what I'm saying, and be there light. for yeah. the people who have poured into me. Now, the interesting part is that <clears throat> when I first started Foolies, I tried to 
be the brand for everyone. I thought this was just going to be a brand for dreamers in general. So I, right, I, right. I was like, I don't care if you sing, you dance, you do this, you do that, white, black, blue, purple. <clears throat> I thought that that would have been the means to take off and hit the world. But, right. you know, I remember sitting down or talking to an older white guy and he's an investor and just asking him some general questions. He was like, you don't need to focus on me. You need to focus on she. And he pointed at this black lady that was in the room mm. and he introduced me to her and got me talking to her. He's like, yeah, man, like, don't worry about the old white dudes like myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not that I was trying to sell him the brand, but yeah. he's like, don't worry about us. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about the white demographic right now. He's like, you need to, you, you know, I've heard this thing for years about the riches are in the niches. Mm. So he was like, focus on that, right? Focus on that niche of black women in that space. And you find out everything about them. Yes. And you cater to them and you serve them and you honor them, you know what I'm saying? And you will see growth in, in what you're doing. So I, I felt that that should have been the way. But I think when we were kind of beginning Foolies, you know, in the 2010, 11-ish, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, space, it was kind of, it was still kind of weird to be so niched openly. Yeah. And it wasn't as yeah. cool just yet to just focus on One the group. black community or this genre of people, yeah. even though that's what the pros were doing. Yeah. I think the smaller people that were building their brands didn't know like, ah, oh, man, I should really hone in and really dial in on who my audience is. And they're going to be the people who pass the shirts around, who yeah, buy their friend stuff. Then when, when, now that we do have, you know, bodies of white customers and other yeah. things like that, it all came out of just me being true to my niche. That makes sense. That makes sense. And I know I've been guilty of that, just been trying to cast a wide net, trying to reach mm. everybody and trying to mm. hope everybody understand my message. And it's never going to work like that. No. At no. all. At all. And, 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 and we, it's not, a, it's not a bad thing, but once you start to realize it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, you start, look at your customer profile, look at your customer demographic. You know, if you have a business page, you know, look at the, the numbers and stats and see who's on your page the most, right? See if it's Absolutely. more women, more men, see what cities and states they are, yeah. you know, they're in that they're looking at your content. Cause cool. Maybe I need to start running ads in Atlanta. Maybe I need to start running content in LA. Maybe I need to, you know, maybe test the waters in Houston, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. Yeah. Now you start actually knowing what that is. Big facts, big facts. So we got the new shirt out. Okay. Uh, it says "Hire Black People." Do I have it around me? I, I have one. Uh, happened to be around. Glad I. Glad I. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hire Black People, and then on the back, what we got? Uh, pay us, uh, endorse us, support us, respect us. Man. Yeah, now, <laughs> I know me and you were talking the other day and you were saying that you've been kind of you've been trying to push that, you know, message to some companies saying, you know, get on this, get in front of it and don't be yeah. don't be found behind. Yeah. Um, and you were specifically talking about black women. Yeah. Uh, just kind of speak to some of the qualities that black women will bring to that workplace that those companies may not be looking at. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, well, I mean. From what I've seen, right, yes, um, they're efficient yeah. and effective, right? And, like, if you have a business of any sorts, you need efficiency. You need That's someone right. who, um, when you give them a task, maybe you give them two tasks, they're going to come back with 
17 results, you know, yeah. behind what they've done. So, hey, I did this and that. But by the way, I made like three extra calls to this person, reserved this interview, set up this meeting. And I even got us a conversation that we're going to be doing with this, you know, mm. professional that aligns with what we're doing. Mm. And as long as I've worked with, you know, dope black women, that's been the flavor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, efficiency and effectiveness is there. And I think that just their heart in general, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, for yeah. one young lady to be like, I'm going to buy my party of 10 to 15 people, you know, this shirt so they can wear, like that's special, right? You know what I'm saying? And, and the way that women think, especially black women, you know what I'm saying? They, they just have this like, like, I need everyone to know who I support. I need everyone to know what I stand on. Mm. And one of my homegirls, Manishka, who has a, a brand called the Vintage Traveling Nurse, mm -hmm. um, hopefully I didn't, you know, butcher that, but, <laughs> you know, she she tagged me in a post with Kevin on stage and was like, you know, oh, Kevin on stage was, was, was talking about um, uh, how we need to protect black women. Yes. And, you know, she tagged me in a post and she was like, hey, thank you for uh, for being on this energy yeah. Before, not to say Kevin Sage is not honoring that, right? I don't want to throw yeah, no shit. Right, no, no. Just, but yeah. thank you for being on this beforehand, right? Before it's become catchy and trendy. So, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I think with any company, I mean, that you have, I mean, and I, I think, <clears throat> so this is my theory. Yes. I think it's also easier for a black woman to be more inclusive um, okay. because she's black. She's right. a woman and she's yeah. a black woman, right? And yeah. so that's like three different spectrums all in one. Yeah. And then if she happens to be in the LGBTQ community as well, you know, IA and all mm -hmm. the other kind of acronyms mm -hmm. that go along with it, mm -hmm. she's now four bodies of, of, of worlds of thought mm -hmm. in one room, right? So like she's thinking about the gay employee. She's thinking about the white employee. She's thinking about the Latina. She's thinking about yeah. the black man. She, you know what I'm saying? Like, because her heart is in so many places Very and true. she can see that and feel that. And so when she gets to hiring, it's not like a, I'm just going to hire only black men and black women because that's what's up. That's where her heart and eyes and head might be. Yeah. But then she's like, I'm looking at qualifications. I'm looking at stats. I'm looking at results. I'm looking results. at what they're going to bring to the company. Yeah. Right? And, she, and I feel like she can be the least biased, you know, in the room. Um, and that's, that's just my theory. That's my concept. You know, I yeah. feel like, you know, I, I'm sure there's studies as well that show you when a black woman is a CEO, CEO, like real positions, not like these fluffy, like right. you're a manager of like a team, you know yeah. saying? Like a real yeah. position in the company. Somebody that can make some moves, <laughs> make some decisions. Right. So if you guys don't know of, um, Bazoma, uh, St. John, um, she's like the marketing, like beast mm. wizard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, she's done stuff for Uber, from my knowledge, okay. uh, and a few other big companies as well. Yeah. And, you know, she's sought after, you know, saying dope African woman. Yes. Um, and she's 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 a beast. And you and and she, and she brings the results. Yeah. That's why companies are trying to rip her out of another company <laughs> and work for for them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm sure she's securing her bags on top of that. Plus, they know their worth. So when they get in that room, it's just a different kind of mindset. You know, so as you bring these black women in your room mm. and on your boards and for your companies, you know, don't just bring them in because you're, you're filling some, you know, diversity metric and you can clap yourself up. Yeah. But make sure that you're giving them the support they need, uh, making sure that you give them the funds they need. So if they say, hey, we need this much, 
whether that's a million, a hundred thousand, ten thousand, whatever that could be, yeah. give her everything she needs and more because she's gonna bat for you twice, three, four times as hard. So mm. once you get her in the room, once again, support her, endorse her, right? Build her up, get her with the right people, you know what I'm saying? Keep training her and making her better because you can't afford to not invest. Yeah. in that woman, right? Because oh, yeah. as you make her better, she's going to make the rest of the company, you know, t- 10 times as great. So yeah. that's what's up, man. That's what's up. So I know I was going to ask um, what, what message, what message do you think our country should be getting out of the, out of this situation right now? And I know that higher black people is a strong message and I yeah. really like that one. Is there another message that may come to mind for you? That, that the country could be getting or that you are seeing that some people may not be seeing right now? Um, I think real simple is just checking, you know, checking your privileges and, and checking your, your biases. Yeah. You know, um, there's a lot of things that we're doing that has a bias behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like you might see a name of a, a, if we're keeping it in the job section, you might see a name like Devante, right? Or you might see a name like Sharonda yeah. and you might start assuming some yeah. things, right? Yeah. You might start assuming, mm, Devante, mm, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? And, and you might start going into a bag. Yeah. Now mind you, this person could be Italian. This person could be anyone, right? right? But right. you have an idea. And I, I've met some, some, some professionals in the Jewish community who have kind of like longer names and they almost sound ghetto. I'm not leaning on that, but it kind of has that sound, but it might mean like faith or stand on our stand on your, you know, rock or God is my everything. But you see that long name and you're like, "Mm, yeah, we're not going to rock with them. So I think um, what companies really should be doing going forward. And this is just my opinion is, blind resumes right so i don't know the name of the person on the resume i'm just looking at skill sets right and if i see the skill sets that match what we need that's the person we bring in the room whoever that is is whoever that is right right Right. but if we're just going off of skills right we're not going off of names where you're from i'm not right i'm not thinking about it's a guy or girl i'm just thinking skills and i'm looking at all of these resumes and these six like candidates that. have the skills i need let's get them in the room and then from there that interview can then be that process of are they a team fit do they get the culture then you yeah. can do that but then yeah. if that doesn't work or maybe they don't fit the culture cool grab another group of bi- unbiased interview yeah. moments and then put them in okay cool this is dynamic this person is great and i and there's been some studies on it where people are starting to see like the change in their company or the shift in their company. Um, so I, I just think that that kind of helps if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely, man. I like that. I like that a lot. I, I like that. I didn't the lose blind... track of the initial question. No, had. no, it was the, it was the blind resume. It was what, you know, the message that people can get out and you, you said, check your biases. Check so your biases. A yeah. way to check your biases is to not allow your biases to play a factor. Yeah. And you, you have to, you have to, you have to accept that you have a bias. I don't care who you are. Like I have a bias, even to my own people. You do. If you like maybe see somebody in the gym culture, like you might see a certain dude in the gym. You're like, 
Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like this guy, like, like he whack, he, he right, is, right, or he, uh, he you know, he goof, <laughs> yeah, Mister, uh -huh. Mister, uh, you know, whatever those like Mister Protein Bar over here, like whatever <laughs> that joke is for that community, you. I kind of got a few of those. They call Mister Protein, <laughs> but you know, but you know what I'm saying, like there's certain guys and girls you see in the gym, and it's like. Yeah. First of all, you're not working out correctly. You're not being oh, effective. Yeah. And I see how you're moving while you're in the gym. Yeah. And I see how you're kind of puffing up around here. And it's like, yeah. bro, like, chill. You know what I'm saying? What are we so, doing? Yeah. And you and you have that bias. And that person could be phenomenal. Right. You know, active in their church, giving in the community, <laughs> holding it down. But you saw them in this setting and you're like, ah, another one of those guys. Let's let's it see the, the new year, new me, gym person. Uh -huh. Let's see how long you're here. So that's a bias yeah. you're saying that yeah. you hold. So just yeah. being able to check those and then keeping accountability around you, you know, saying I'll mm -hmm. keep homegirls around me, homeboys around me, and I'll mm -hmm. bounce ideas and concepts to different people and tell them, hey, if, if this is wrong, let me know, right? Because yeah. these companies who be dropping these commercials or clothing line concepts, but has some racist imaging behind it or the name was faulty it's like you didn't you didn't check your right you ain't got no team you ain't, right you <laughs> and and your team might not be like the ones you need to lean on right sometimes yeah. i like giving maybe something i've designed or worked on to somebody who's not a creative because they can give me something raw like oh, i don't know that's kind of weird looking yeah. okay cool because my creative friend might have saw that vision you know like, oh well i see what you're trying to do i like it right but my right. non-creative friend is like what right. is that that's ugly that's weird or a kid right you right. give something to a kid oh they kids have you no filter yeah they will tell you if it's whack ugly pretty <laughs> mm, you smell bad like they really have that energy where they're like you gonna get it so if you if you ugly mister or you, or you <laughs> right. smell that's it like and you I, have to kind of tell kids like hey shh, shh, don't do that I, yeah, I, I heard uh, Shannon Sharp say it the other day. He said, three people tell the truth. Drunk people, angry people, and kids. <laughs> I'm like, that is very true. That is very true. So, kids yeah, it's just keeping people know. around you that can hold you down. Get those get those variations of those people you just mentioned. Yes, sir. And, and speaking on the kids, man, what, mm. what are you saying to the kids these days? Because you work at a university. Mm. So what are, what are you saying to the kids while they're going through this, you know, with the with the Pro, with the protesting and things like that what are you saying to them um i think the the message for me is just like just trust your your blackness or trust your dopeness or yeah, you yeah. know don't necessarily waver from it yeah, yeah. um i know sometimes we kind of want to do things to appease people for sure but I think that however you are in your space, like, be that, right? If you're, you know, once again, referencing Kevin on stage, yeah. he talked about we need more Black emo kids, right? Um, I'm the Black anime kid, you know? Yeah. I have homies who are, you know, uh, they they are the kicks, the sneakerheads. Right, like, right. whatever your bar is, whatever your playground is, like, hang there and don't, like, don't stray from that and don't try to, like... I remember there was a season, like, friends call me Nemo, but I remember there's a season where I tried to, like, I'm like, oh, I'm a graduate from University of Florida. Yeah. Uh, I need to, like, be professional now, so <laughs> I'm going to tell people to call me Alexander. That's not even my name, but, but like... <laughs> But people always thought my name was Alexander. So I was like, yeah. oh, maybe Alexander may make me look or feel more like 
prestigious almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and that wasn't me, you know what I'm saying? And nah. that wasn't my heart. And it was it was cool. I understood what I was doing, but I am Alex, but friends call me Nemo. Yeah. And I'm the like you mentioned, the Marvel guy, and I'm the anime yeah. guy, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Or I'm the the nerd who likes to, you know, focus on maybe a certain genre of branding and marketing. So like be in your bag and be okay yeah. with that. You know what I'm saying? And I think for any student you know, going into college, graduating, you know, people be a chameleon, of course, but yeah. people still need to adapt to you, right? Like you mm. make the room shift, stop mm. shifting to be in the room, right? Don't mm. like try to Tetris this thing, right? Like yeah, just like lay, lay your space down. And if you're, if you're, if your skills also match that that essence you bring to the table, nobody's going to question you. True. If anything, they're going to start trying to adapt and be like you. Right, right. So get your confidence up, right? Make sure you harness in your skill sets so that yeah. you can truly be yourself and nobody can't take that from you when you get in the room. No, and that inspires people more than anything else. Think about a Cardi B. She is just yeah. herself yeah. too. Yeah, um, yeah. Most, and yeah. people just flock to people that are comfortable in their own skin. Exactly. Makes so much sense. Well, we're going to go, we're going to jump into a seg another segment, man. We're going to jump out of that one. And okay. this one okay. is um, not an influencer, but most definitely influenced me. Okay. So I want you to speak on some of your most influential people, some of your most influential, you know, figures, like who influenced you the most? Um, <laughs> <laughs> outside of, you know, my mom, I think, um, yeah. Because my mom is a heart of a lot of what I do. <clears throat> and sure. for those who don't know, um, you know, my mom passed away, as, as you mentioned, but mm -hmm. she passed away while she had a dream to open up her own salon and she never got to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of the things that I do is, is me thinking about who's not going to be able to live out their dreams and how can I help them or remind them to keep going. Uh, so that's one avenue of things. Um, one really cool guy, his name is Paul Carrick Brunson. Um, Paul C. Brunson, a uh, really phenomenal guy, Jamaican cat. So, you know, shout out to my Jamaicans Jamaican on, on, you know what I'm saying? Shout yeah, out, um, yeah, yeah. shout out, shout out. Um, but you know, he's just always been a dynamic guy. When I was first, when I was doing the podcasting a lot heavier years ago, yeah. um, you know, he, you know, a lot, he, he came on my show and, and really gave me that opportunity to pour into me. And, you know, granted, the episode was for everyone, but I got a lot out of it. And with our episode, I remember him saying that uncomfortable is the new comfortable. And I think I kind of stuck with that quote, you know, yeah. saying kind of going forward. And he also gave <clears throat> another quote of if you want to be a millionaire, be willing to help a million people first. And so that's been a quote that I've really leaned on. I like that. And I'm like, cool, let me, let me just focus on helping a million people, right? right like, right. I'll, I'll get those millions later if God wants me to have that. Yeah. But let me just focus on helping as many people as I can. And I don't need to be physically helping them, even with shirts going viral or somebody wearing something and, and making somebody else say, man, I need to believe in my dream. Or, yeah, you're right. I need, I, I need that energy or I need to be strong like this person or whatever yeah. that messaging is. Now each person keeps getting touched and then things like a podcast show being yep. featured in books, all these other things. Cause another one of the people I look up to, um, his name's Seth Godin and <clears throat> he wrote in a book called Lynchman. He was like, what would happen if you Googled yourself? What would, what, if that, if you passed away 
yeah. and the world just had to look at Google and learn about who you are, what would come up. And at the time, um, nothing came up. It was like mm. a spam account under my name and that was it. <laughs> and it was like, man, if I died at that point, whenever I remember that season, it was maybe 2013, 14, yeah. I remember, there wasn't anything remarkable to Google me. Like, yeah, if you knew me, yeah, Nemo's a great guy. I love him. He's this, he's an yeah, alpha, right. whatever. But if Google just had to tell my story, I was uh, not saying a nobody, but... You was a spam account. Right, right. <laughs> That's it, right? <laughs> Don't be a spam account, everybody. Right. <laughs> um, and so I started writing every day. You know, I started blogging more. I started making more videos. Yeah. Like, I really started to dial in. You know, I, I've written other books before the current book I've written, but, yeah. I, you know, they were just ebooks. So I didn't really count them as real books for me. Okay. Um, so I started writing more and, and really digging in and hopping on phone calls. I had friends who were trying to get into branding thing, marketing thing, advertising thing, wanted help on entrepreneurship. I'm on 30 minute calls, 40 minute calls, hour long calls. I'm mm -hmm. sharing books. I'm giving resources, everything I have. I'm just throwing it at people as much Don't as I can and <clears throat> making sure my circle is good. Cause I don't understand how I'm winning, but the people around me are failing. So that's kind of like backwards and like, yeah, you're not, yeah. that you're not really the homies. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I figured, Hey, with those people in my life, you're know, saying that have influenced me. Great. You know, saying now I get to make my mark, you know, saying make that dent, you know, saying in planet earth so that when I'm gone, I'm leaving it better than how I found it. There you go. There you go. And I actually, if you, if you don't mind, I wanted to have you get into the, the story of what made you go ahead and put the book out. Just speaking of you're living a life that you Googled yourself, you didn't, you didn't see anything up. You seemed like you wasn't making an impact. And then you started to work on things to make that impact, mm. but, you, but you kept holding on to it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't release it to the world. Yeah. I so, mean, so. cause I, to be honest, like, I know, I know this is going to sound very contrary, but I am very lazy, right? Like, <laughs> I, I like doing what I like to do and yeah. other things sacrifice because of it. So, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes my bedroom ain't the cleanest, right? Yeah, right. Granted, my brand is popping. Cool. Yeah. But, like, I don't necessarily want to spread my bed today. And that's, that's I, I'm, I'm lazy in that regard, right? But, Makes sense. You know, and people might say, oh, man, you email every morning and all this stuff. But like, no, there's a lot of stuff that I just don't like doing immediately. Like, I don't yeah. care to fold clothes after I wash them and, and dry them. Like, I'm they kind of sit that. in the bed. Look, if I travel somewhere, <laughs> that suitcase may stay packed <laughs> until the, whole the next trip. trip. <laughs> 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 <So> there's, <laughs> there's things I don't really like to do, but, <clears throat> you know, I think that... um kind of lost thought of the question for a second um go ahead repeat it one more time it was uh what what was the thing that made you go ahead and put the book oh, out? yeah so yeah. with the book <laughs> i just think about how everybody be leaving their travel stuff packed nah, that's all future. right um <laughs> you know after getting featured in gary v's book you yeah. know i was like man like how am i featured in in somebody else's book and like i don't got my own like uh-huh like uh, you know, that, yeah. that's kind of left, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. um, I was happy for the feature, but I was like, that feature gives you a timestamp of when I made it ish mm -hmm. yeah. versus like, how did I get here? Yeah. Right. Like, mm. I need to tell you how I got to, to the Gary V. It's almost like watching a movie and you kind of like coming in the middle scene and it's yeah. like, oh man, that movie was fire. But like, 
you didn't want to sit through that slow part in the beginning, you know what I'm saying? And you didn't want to sit through season one, two, three, four, five. Season six, it got fire, and that's where people caught foolies. Yeah. But you should have been there season one where the cameras were shaky and the quality (laughs) wasn't there and the Uh writing was like, eh, you know what I'm saying? So I really wanted to show people what was the the part ones and the season twos and the season threes. There's 12 chapters in the book, um, you know, which I don't think is an accident. But, you know, I I wanted people to see those seasons Mm -hmm. uh, and kind of how they can develop where they are with, with whatever season that they're in and just have them see somebody that like, um, like, like, you know, I got superheroes behind me and that stuff is cool, but yeah. you know, one of my things that I have about all of these superheroes, why I have them kind of all within my, I'm gonna call this my, 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 my office, my, my, uh, uh, my boardroom. Yeah. You know and the reason yeah. why I have these, these, these superheroes in my boardroom is because they're all looking at me. Yeah. And so that means they're looking at me to go do the next big thing. They've mm-hmm. already done it, right? They already yeah. got their name to claim to fame. They've saved the world. They've helped out millions of people. Yeah. They've saved cities, you know, all this whole nine. What you going to do? So they're all looking at me. And so when I wake up in the morning and I'm thanking God and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, in my meditation bag or, right, listening right. To, you know, whatever it is to get me hyped for the day, these superheroes are like, what you going to do? Right. We've already been iconicized. I don't know if that's a real word, but we've already I like it. (laughs) Right. right, right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So now it's it's your turn. And I think that now I get to, you know, kick things up and really get things into high gear and and doing the things that I really like set out to do, which hey, you need your book, right? We got our superpowers. We've already done our thing. Release your book, right? Release your concept and you know. The book has typos in it. The book has flaws in it. The book doesn't have page numbers. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, I was almost in an accident. Yeah. And it made me say, don't hold on to the book because we were supposed to drop it in March. Yeah. Um, but we ended up dropping it in January because what happened was I was driving and my brakes went out mm. and my car wouldn't stop. And so um, luckily, like, I, I kind of... I don't know, like Ocean's <laughs> Eleven and swerved out of the way, and and I don't know, is that Ocean's Eleven? I don't know, whatever movie with the cars, whatever. Fast and Furious. You talk about, about. Well, not Fast, Fast and Furious. I know oh, there's a movie. I think there's a movie where they're stealing cars. I don't know if oh. it's Ocean's or. I oceans, the, oceans are like the bank robbers. I love oceans. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. 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 Some movie where they steal cars. I'm. I, I'm not. I had to finesse my way out yeah, of not running it. into oncoming traffic. Yeah. And. I was shook and I was like, man, like what if I would have died? And then this book is just sitting in my Google drive. Mm. And some of you guys have books that you've completed, that you've written. You, 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 people know you're a prolific writer. People tell you this all the time and you're still, no, no, no. And then he's look, perfection like is killing you guys. Mm. And a lot of this perfection is fake. It's fake, fake perfection, fake humility. Like, Oh no. Like, I'm not that great. No, walk in that greatness. Like society has made it seem like it's not cool to to be confident. And when you're yeah. confident, you're a know-it-all. And who do you think you are? Like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm God's son, right? Like, I'm 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 supposed to be doing greater works, bro. Yeah. Like, so ball out. Like, don't just hold on to it. Ball out. And I saw you post something recently that said. Um... Finish was better than perfection. 
And yeah. that's been ringing in my mind a lot. Is finish is better than perfection. Just getting the job done yeah. is way better than trying to figure out how to get it perfect and get it right and Look, all of that. We get 1.0s, right? 2.0s, yeah. right? Your phone is going to update in a couple of weeks if you have an Apple or an Android and give Very you true. a new software, right? Like, Very I true. remember... Um, like the snow leopard days of the MacBook and all this other stuff. Now we at you know, Catalina and whatever else yeah. they have now. Like <laughs> we give all these other companies and items in our lives room to grow and get better. Like I remember looking at icons as a designer, yeah. I remember looking at icons of like iPhone one, two, three, and it was horrid. Mm. Now the icons are cleaner and more rounder, more natural, flat, yeah. Yeah. and it's beautiful. But at that time, we ain't know no better. Nah, we just took and use it. Yeah, 20 years later, 10 years later, whatever that mark is, like now we can look back and be like, ooh, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you wore the white tees back in the day, or at least uh -huh. I did, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, the oversized I, 3X yeah. white tees. <laughs> I look back at them like, what type of fool was that? But hey, that was, you know, version tw you know, version 7, version That's 8, right? right? That's like, right. Version 32, my clothes fit me a little bit better now, That's right? right. So, just be willing to 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 become a new version later. You don't have to be perfect upon arrival. I like that, man. Kanye put the polos on, made us made us <laughs> tighten it up a little bit. <laughs> That's true, man. So, just thinking about what you were saying with um, that you're a son of God. Um, why is God important to you? And then, what does God mean to you? And those two-part question: Why is God yeah. important? And then, what does God mean to you? Um, I mean, He gave His Son to us. You know what I'm saying? And let that let that brother walk the earth as a man, and yes, sir. that man died for us. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. To be here, and you know, He He gave us the ability to to do even more than what He could do. Yeah, you know, like He's ridden around on a donkey, right? Like we have cars right, right. horse powers tricked <laughs> out vehicles he just had a you know Airplanes, a, an animal. Yeah. right we got we flying we yeah. in submarine like there's all these inventions and things that you know he's given us so i feel like you know he's important to me just because of he just he died for my sins as i i don't even deserve to be here but he yeah. he, he left this earth for me to just be on this playground in a space yeah. but then on the other side of just like why why like why shouldn't i dream bigger right because mm -hmm. as i help people live out their dreams as i help people get to their goals and places and spaces in their life they get to bless other people right they yeah. get to you know saying like have an income that they can pay for a family like cover their family they can be, you know what I'm saying like they can release that book on maybe alcoholism mm -hmm. or being a pregnant teen yeah. and that changes the next wave of, of, of pregnant teens or someone who's battling with addictions or battling with whatever their issues are and he's given me that unique ability to be able to do that for his people mm. you know what I'm saying so like that that in essence is like what he means to me while I'm here. Like he yeah. put me here so I can remind other people of, of, of how great he is mm -hmm. and then acknowledging that greatness within themselves. Uh, I completely agree with that. <laughs> I completely agree with that. Just showing, just showing the grace. That's, that's a big one with me is how much God, how much grace God shows me. That's how mm -hmm. much grace I try to show others. Facts. So I'm very, you, it's very hard to get me upset. It's very hard to, 
have me screaming or cussing. Right, right, right. Like that. <clears throat> I don't, there's, there's not a person that can say that I've cussed them out. Okay. Like, okay. you can't, you can't find you better that. than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, you can't find yeah, yeah. out. I, I don't even cuss at my wife. We, I can get that's as mad as I want at her. She is, she's never heard me call her out her name. I've never called her a good. I, that's good. We don't cuss at each other. That's, that's, that's just good. not how we operate. So that's a big thing that I, I learned from God is grace. Have grace mm. with yourself. Have grace with others. And I know with me, God is a, God reminds me that I'm not alone. That I'm, mm. I'm not in this by myself. I'm, I don't mm. have to carry all the weight. I don't have right. to do all the work. Like, right. Trust in me. I created you. I have a plan for your life. Trust in it. Gotcha. And yeah. So that, that's a huge part for me is just trusting in God and just walking in that path. Amen. That's dope. So I want to jump. I want to jump gears. We're going one more time. We go call okay. this segment the first photo. So okay. I want to share. Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> you know, no, no. You know what's coming. <laughs> uh, so talk to me about this one right here, my man. This takes <laughs> back to May 19, 2012. What's going uh, on in this young man's mind right here? Uh, that brother is a fool. <laughs> <laughs> um, just for I was, people that can't see it, just real quick. It's a yeah. post that he put up, and it says, nothing can defeat you. It's, it was one of his, it's, I think it's his very first post on Instagram. Okay. Nothing can defeat you. May 19, 2012. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> I was rapping at the time. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I was, I was dropping oh. the bars. Uh, can, I went by, huh? Can you give me the drop real quick? What you used to say at the beginning of every song? <laughs> Foolies, it's the movement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So I was I was rapping at the time. Um, I was just trying to do this clothing thing because I thought it would be super cool because right, rappers right. have clothing lines. Even in that photo, I didn't quite start the clothing line just okay. yet. Um, uh, one of my friends, Rachel, who is a brilliantly talented woman, um, yeah. I don't think she does photography anymore, but she took those photos of me um, and they were phenomenal. And yeah, um, you know, even one of the chapters in a book is called Champagne Dreams, Kool-Aid Money. Mm -hmm. And that actually came from a mixtape that I made years ago. Um, so, you know, this was that kind of beginning space and we were trying out some concepts with shirts and, you know, our logo was like this, like kind of like Celtic dragon at the time. And yeah. it stood for strength and valor and all this other stuff. Um, so we, we were, we were in a unique place. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were, we were in a unique bag and this was around the world world and realm of like, you know, what is a foolie? You know what I'm saying? These people who are so crazy to live out their goals and dreams that they're that's called right. fools. And so that's what, you know, that was the mission statement that I made many moons ago that I was like, this has to stand for something more than just, you know, a cool or weird phrase on a shirt. Right. So, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> humbling days, man. All right. And then we actually got one more, man. Just throw you in there. I can't, I can't deal with this, Come man. Come on, this is the, uh, this is the last one. <laughs> <laughs> young, young Nemo in the building. With the with the with the great message on the front of the shirt, I love this one still to this day. Nothing okay. can defeat you. Okay. Nothing can defeat you, man. What What were you thinking at this time? That was the biggest the biggest roadblock that you had that this shirt helped you get over that. Um, 
I think as a rapper, you're saying like you you do run into a lot of just like you know people doubting you, people thinking oh, you can't sure. do it. People, you know, saying so, and that's that rap space, you know, saying Absolutely. which is very intriguing. Like Absolutely. you don't, you're a nobody until you make it. You know, saying. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's just what what I was just leaning on at the time, and just like you know, just believe that nothing nothing can get in your way. And I I, I love the. I mean, we've had this conversation before, but yeah. outside of whack rapper arrogance. <laughs> I just love the confidence of, of rappers. You know saying? There's just a bag you have to be in Absolutely. and rappers are great manifestors. They will speak things into they their life to. that is not there. Yeah. And 10 years from now, Drake has a mansion, right? Drake, yeah. Drake, I saw Drake in an interview and he was like, I used to ride by this mansion and imagine myself in there. Now mm. I'm in it. Mm. So yeah, this is just me just manifesting early. I think, and that's, one thing that always drew me to rappers is that confidence is you have to see something that nobody else sees. And if yeah. you, if you waver on it at all, they going to slice you, dice yeah. you, cut you yeah. down. You gonna, yeah, that's you, real. You, that's real. you out of yeah. that. So you, you gotta be the one that sees it all and sticks with it all the way through. That's facts. So I agree, man. Is some of your music up anywhere? Man, what are we doing, man? I this had, is about bullies. To, <laughs> I, I tried to find a little bit. I didn't. I did not look on SoundCloud, but I was like, man, I want to hit some of these tracks. I was. I saw that you was in the hip hop game early on. Uh -huh. Don't worry about throwing, all that, you're man. You still throwing up bars on Instagram. Still throwing. Yeah, man, up we ain't gonna worry about all the music right? stuff. You know, we gonna move <laughs> forward, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> move forward, not backwards, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. Keep being great, man. Keep uh, being yeah, great. If you if you go on if you ever on SoundCloud, um, the last project I put out is called Prayers for My Wife. Yeah. Um, and that was the last project I put out uh, a couple years back with a really dope homie named Justin Black. Um, he goes by J vision. Um, I consider him a little brother, dynamic musician and talented, just beast of a, of a, of a kid. Yeah. And, um, you know, I crashed at his crib for a week while I think my apartment was going through some transitions right and we made an album, you know, we made an EP in a week and it was pretty that's cool. Um, so, uh, if you ever on SoundCloud, you type in prayers for my wife, that's the last project you'll see from me. Hey. Um, <laughs> Uh, some of my older stuff, um, I have an album called Abduction that's on Spotify. If you type in Alexander the Great and Abduction, um, those are my before Christ days. So um, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't curse in any of the yeah. in the music, but it was me and my braggadocious bag hollering at chicks. So, hey, you know, man, it's all right. We all have a life. We all yeah, live yeah, it, yeah. man. It is Fact. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were going to throw out the names of the album, though. I was yeah, good. Yeah. You know, but hey, you did it. It's something yeah. that you did. It was a, like you said, it was yeah. a chapter. Yeah, That's and awesome. and you know, God willing, I get some kids. I want them to be. You know, I want I want my children to sleep on me and be like, Daddy, you can't do that. And I'm like, Hold on, <laughs> right, right, like, right. Let me oh. let me come up on this with the one two on them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, so look, this this part right here, the Kanye and and and, and T Pain song just been popping in my head all week. Okay. Welcome to the good life. Okay, okay. So I'm thinking, what is the good life? In your mind, how would you describe the good life? Uh, the good life. Um, wife and kids. Okay. Um, melon in heaven. Okay. Um, the good life is uh, the loans are paid off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm you know, I, I'm uh, the good life is uh, you know I'm I'm investing in black women in tech, yeah. and I'm also investing in uh, black films, black filmmaking. I saw you said that um, was a big dream of yours was to to fund black films. Yeah, and, I wanna and I wanna have a be, studio. Yeah, I wanna be able to control the narrative, to control yeah. the media, um, and get out positive images of us. So I think That's the good life looks too. huh. The studios on my dream board too. Yeah, so um, I think I think those are just some of the the essences of the good life, and yeah. I imagine that that God is is like giving this good life to me. So I don't ever want to think that I got here all on my own. Right, um, right, right. But yeah, the good life, you know, melanin everywhere, and then my company is thriving and. I'm investing in, in other brands, other companies, you know, now people are seeking out my, my wisdom for maybe to help diversify their team or their company, or people are now sitting me down just to, just to pick my brain. But now that's a, a conversation where I'm getting flown out and it's, you know, like it's just a different energy. Now it's no yeah. longer just a quick phone call. It's like, how much does it need? We need to get you in this room what yeah. do we need to do and you name it you're there that's dope dude that's big so, right there yeah. that's, that's definitely a good life and just speaking of picking this brain good people check <laughs> out the book fully approved it's on i'm gonna put the link up you go yeah, right yeah. on amazon you can order i ordered my copy off amazon got it in a couple days y'all know how that works check yeah. out the book we actually we gonna do a sit down just about the book one day. Okay, man. okay. You ready to okay. do another launch on the book? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm willing to sit down. We'll get all in the book. Okay, all right. Set that thing off, man. But I appreciate to close that. out the interview. I got a quick hit of five questions, man. Okay, okay. You don't, you don't have to go in depth on anything. But okay. I just want you to speak your truth. Fair okay. Enough? Yeah. Question number one: What's important to you? uh my people my culture black mm. women i love it being great comes at a cost so what has being great cost you uh, a lot of sleep <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sleep at night there you go what's something small that bothers you something small that bothers me mm-hmm. um uh, I think uh, people not seeing like my heart, you know what I'm saying, for what I'm really trying to do. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, what would your motto on life be if you were to sum it up into one sentence? In one sentence. Hire black people. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah. Um, my motto in life, man. Um, <clears throat> you know, um, be be impeccable, you know, with with your word, and you know, be as consistent as 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 you possibly can. I don't want to. I don't want anybody to try to fake and go. You know, be just be overboard, and they're doing everything for everybody, but not themselves. I don't want that. But yeah, just be impeccable to your word. If you say something, do it. Yeah. And you know, just be consistent. I think that's what we all need from people is just consistency, and I think Absolutely. that's just valuable. Uh, the last question one mm. sentence you will want the world to say about you when you're gone um uh 
he always reminded me that I could do better. And yeah, that's it, good people, man. man Alex, is. Nemo, Hans, I appreciate it. Hey. Go ahead and throw out all your social, man, so people know where to find you. <laughs> with you. Let them know. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to get at me, uh, the gram is where it's at, really. F-O-O-L-I-E-S. So that's F-O-O-L-I-E-S, Foolies. That'll literally get you to the whole planet Earth of what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, at Foolies. Um, and then obviously, like you mentioned, the book is on the, you know, on the, on the Amazon street. So Foolies approved. Yeah. Um, we'll be editing and making it better soon, but you know, Hey, it's still got its flaws and that's okay. If, if I was willing to put out an imperfect body of work, you can go out and do something better than me. So that's, right. that's what it is. That's what's up, man. I appreciate you, boy. I really do. Thank hey, you. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Enjoy myself here, man. And we're going to do this again soon. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Yep. Peace, everybody.